Welcome to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast, hosted by award-winning television director, documentary filmmaker, author, and speaker, Craig D. Forrest. Join Craig for the next few minutes as he interviews leaders, artists, and creatives about trends and insights shaping our digital world and faith-based media. This podcast is produced and brought to you by Matchstick Media International. Now, here's Craig. Welcome to the podcast. We have a wonderful guest today, Jared Giese. And Jared and I actually met. I wish we would have had more time to talk I, uh, at a conference in, in Dublin, Ireland about a year and a half ago. A good yeah. conference. That was fun. And uh, I met all kinds of people I'd never met before from the, from the European side of Christian filmmaking. That was wonderful. Yeah, very good. And, and a, lot, a lot of great prayer and uh, engagement and and uh, really, uh, I, the word networking is used so much, really relational. I, I think that's a, a better word to that. International has changed the dynamic for distribution as well. Can you talk about the international aspect? I mean, if a film, uh, a faith film, faith-based film is so American, it's going to be very, very difficult to sell it overseas because it's, it's too American. And yet, there are another, oh gosh, 6.5 billion people across the world that could see your film, potentially, yeah. as opposed to just in North, North America. What, what, are, what are the challenges there? Well, I mean, just cultural awareness is one. And, uh, you know, I really rely on my relationships in each of these countries to, to they're the experts in their local markets. And so... Uh, on the international side, if and that's an important revenue channel uh, as you're looking at distribution, it's to talk to people and develop relationships there. If you don't have one, then talk directly yourself, then talk to international distributors or, or people who do have those relationships while you're at the storytelling phase, just to consider that as a component. Um, and each market has its own concerns and you, you probably, it's very challenging to tell a story that will resonate with everyone. Mm -hmm. So, um, it's not saying that you can't have cultural specific things in your film. I mean, that's always going to be there because you exist in a culture and a context and it's going to exist in your story, uh, whether you intend it to or not. Um, and so sometimes I think it's really helpful just to have conversations with people who, who live in a different culture and context to help you see things. Often the times that doesn't happen till the film is done. And, uh, and so, you know, at that point, it's a little more challenging um, to, to discover and learn that. But, you know, in those conversations, like, for example, this year at ICVM, we at our conference, we had uh, four uh, global, you know, uh, regional distribution connect sessions where we, we had distributors from the Asia Pacific region, we had the Latin and South America uh, region, we had a European uh, panel, and then we also had a Middle East Africa panel and each one had, you know, local experts uh, who are involved in the in the distribution and marketing of Christian media in their space, just telling us what is the state of distribution in your territory? What's going on there? What is working? What isn't? And I think it was just a great chance for us to listen. And not only from a marketing perspective, but also when we listen, we I think we're also learning um, about what God is doing in international visual media. Uh, and I think it in encourages us because other... Uh, on that side of things, I'll just say that not every territory has the luxury of a Christian market the way the U.S. does. Explain that. 
Well, I mean, we just have a, it's very normal for us to read books by Christian authors and by Christian music. And, uh, you know, we, there's, there's the massive Christians products, Christian products industry in the U S and, uh, it just doesn't exist in, in a lot of other countries in the world. Mm -hmm. And so the storytellers there have to be very creative to their products have to compete and exist in the secular market. Um, and so some of them have different, you know, more of the, you know, Australia and, um, you know, the UK and some other places have versions of the Christian market. Uh, and some, you know, in France and Germany and the Netherlands, there's there's some of those as well that are smaller by comparison in terms of size. Um, but I'm always encouraged when I meet with uh, like European filmmakers or distributors because they they have to learn how to tell the story of the gospel in the general market in the public square. Mm -hmm. uh, and I've come away encouraged because I, I think us as Christians in the US have to learn how to do a better job at that if we really want to have impact um, and and connect with people. So though, anyway, I, those are the main two things that I, I, I really get a lot of encouragement and value from uh, with international relationships is just understanding um, different markets. And if I want to put a, a product in a different market, how do I, how do I reach that market? What works for them? And most importantly, what is a block and prevents me? Um, and then also just learning about the storytelling messages that, that I might be able to apply in my own territory. And what you're saying is uh, we're talking to Jared Giese here, heavily involved in international and domestic distribution of faith films and, and streaming and ministry and media. What you're saying in all this is before you even pull out a camera to start shooting a project, a film or a TV series, whatever it might be, already think of, of who's going to hear it and where it's going to play and how across the world. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. If that's a part of your, think about your distribution strategy when you're in the script phase, <laughs> not just when your movie's done. Yeah, I think it's just so key to think about who your audience is. And I, I, I don't know, I go back and forth with some filmmakers because they, they are so focused on the message that sometimes we forget who the message is for. And there's those two components to, to receiving a message, which is not only the content, but, um, you know, how do you speak the language of the speaker, of the, of the, the listener? Mm -hmm. uh, you have to be aware of that. And if you aren't, then you could be, say your message quite confidently, but if they don't speak your language on a very literal level, but also on a cultural level, um, it's harder for your message to be heard. Amen to that. Great conversation with Jared Giese. We'll be back in 32 seconds. This podcast features engaging conversations with leaders, artists, and creatives sharing about current trends and insights shaping our digital world and faith-based media. Today's episode is produced by Matchstick Media International, a nonprofit that's passionate about inspiring both visionary leaders and young creatives to harness the power of media to further the gospel. To learn more, visit us at matchstickmedia.org. Now, back to Craig. Let's continue our time and our talk with Jared Giese. Finishing up our time, great conversation with Jared Giese, uh, who's based in Texas, and, but travels the world in his work with uh, the Giese Group. Uh, tell people what the Giese Group is and, and what your uh, company does. 
Yeah, I, uh, I launched the Geesey Group um, a year ago, and uh, my goal is to help filmmakers, distributors, and nonprofits that have content and need to reach an audience. Um, and so I do that through uh, building streaming platforms. I do that through helping people navigate distribution and, uh, and doing some you know distribution producers rep type work uh, as well. Uh, I do consulting on script development and, you know, it's just, you know, taking the last, you know, 15 plus years of experience of working in this space and really just leveraging that experience and relationships to help people get to the next level um, on, on where their film and where their projects needs to go. What, what are some of the biggest, um, you, you, you see dozens and scores of films every year. What, and if you had to uh, give two or three pieces of advice for an aspiring filmmaker, what would what would be some of those two or three things that you would want to drill down and, and really help them with? You have to be involved in the marketing and distribution of your film. Uh, I think what's remarkable about all of the studios starting, you know, the major studios starting their own uh, streaming platforms is not that they're embracing new technology. It's that they have fundamentally pivoted to embrace a direct-to-consumer business model. Mm -hmm. And that's the fundamental thing happening with digital is a disruption of all the middlemen. And so you need to develop a direct audience, uh, a direct relationship with your audience. That's the new strategy fundamentally. It's not about the new platforms and tools and all that stuff's great. It's fundamentally embracing a strategy that says, uh, the story that I'm telling is across all kinds of media. It's not like we just pick one. It's mm -hmm. embracing social media. It's embracing uh, digital marketing and email and just all of the things that go with direct to consumer uh, business. You gotta, you have to do that because your 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 audience wants to support you and your storytelling. Um, so what does that look like? If that's not you, if you're just more of a pure filmmaker, then I'd encourage you to find a, a nonprofit or a cause or that is, that is uh, on your heart that, that may have a story to tell. I think nonprofits should be way getting into filmmaking. I think a film or a documentary could be the best donor letter they could ever write to tell the story about what they're doing. So collaboration, I guess, is kind of the other piece that I'm getting at. I, I think we have to let go of this mythical idea of this old Hollywood idea of just, I'm going to tell a story and sell it to a distributor. And then I get to be, um, you know, there's just a film director. It's like, you got to wear so many hats today right. through so many mediums. And so I think we have to let go of those old stories about how the film business works so that we have open hands to embrace and discover new ways of telling stories and connecting with people. Um, versus just trying to sell products and, and uh, you know, being disconnected. I have some notes for a project that's coming up and I, I've been working on developing it for about six months. And in my reading, in my research, I wrote down some notes. And one of them is for Christian films, don't have seven or eight devotionals, devotionals stitched together. And then here's my film. There really needs to be a beginning, a middle and an end. Mm. With, with conflicts, with passion. And one of the things that we talked about in film school uh, a while back when I was studying for my, my uh, master's 
was the idea of really exploring the human condition. Yes. And we don't, I don't think we do that enough uh, in, in Christian media, even in our churches no. and in our sermons, exploring the human condition. If you look at the Bible, Old Testament and New, you will see the human condition all over the place from Adam yep. all the way through to the Apostle Paul. You, you really, failure, denial, victimhood, um, I, I could go on with the sadness, loneliness. I'm, I'm reading through Psalms right now. And one moment, David is talking about how great God is and how happy he is. And then in a few verses later, it's like, oh, don't let my enemies come get me and, and ring me in half and kill me and you know, save me, Lord, save me. I'm, that's human condition, uh, the highest highs and the lowest lows. And also the e exploration of... Uh, you don't know it all and you wonder about things yeah. and that's okay to talk about too. Wouldn't you agree? Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah. I think we're afraid to ask questions. We think the purpose of our films is to give answers. Yeah. And the world is asking problem, all kinds problem, of powerful questions. Problem and solution. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the propaganda piece is that people feel like we are just asking of something from them, but we want them to, if you will just think like I do, and if you will just, and I get the, the we want to give some information and good news. So I'm not opposed to that, but I think we have to sometimes be willing to entice through asking the big questions. And I think we skip over the question and focus so much on the answer giving. Uh, and we don't talk about the human condition. We make our, even on the antagonist side of our stories, we make our antagonists be these hollow shells of people. And I want to challenge filmmakers that a true, um, you know, Christian, you know, worldview to use a popular current phrase is one that actually creates all of your characters as being made in the image of God, including your antagonists uh, wow. versus these paper, you know, shallow figures that are easily tossed away and quick miracles and um i just think it's so limiting and it's not real and people don't resonate with it on a human level if people resonate with your story at a human level they will resonate with it at a gospel level because god made all of the humans in his image right yeah so i totally agree with you last question uh, jared you've got thousands of people across the world that soon and across a number of years will listen to this uh, podcast what would be some final thoughts to uh, make them think and to inspire them? What, what would you say? Um, there's a, I'll just leave it with an N.T. Wright quote uh, that I, I, I have written and saved in my little notes app on my phone uh, that comes from his book, Surprised by Hope. And he says, every act of love, gratitude and kindness, every work of art or music inspired by the love of God and delight in the beauty of his creation, Every minute spent teaching a severely handicapped child to read or walk, every act of care and nurture, comfort and support for one's fellow human beings, and of course, every prayer, all spirit-led teaching, every deed that spreads the gospel and builds up the church, embraces holiness rather than corruption and makes the name of Jesus honored in the world. All of this will find its way through the resurrecting power of God into the new creation that God will one day make. And that quote so encourages me because all creative endeavor is holy. Um, it's, it's not just the overtly spiritual work of, of preaching and teaching. Um, and I think we need to fully embrace that there is so much goodness and beauty and abundance in this world. 
and it's our work is not in vain when we do those kinds of things. Uh, um, that's a part of building the kingdom. It's all, it's not in vain and your work isn't in vain. So let's create and tell good stories and be a part of spreading the goodness of God around the world. We, they need to hear it now more than ever. Amen. Jared, thank you for being our guest on the podcast. My pleasure, Craig. Thank you for having me. This podcast features engaging conversations with leaders, artists, and creatives sharing about current trends and insights shaping our digital world and faith-based media. Today's episode is produced by Matchstick Media International, a nonprofit that's passionate about inspiring both visionary leaders and young creatives to harness the power of media to further the gospel. To learn more, visit us at matchstickmedia.org. Now, back to Craig.